Men are different than women, and when it comes to money, investing, and retirement, the differences are even more dramatic. Welcome to Woman's Worth with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. Jeanette is a best-selling author and a radio talk show host. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, and CNBC Television. Listen up. It's time for Woman's Worth. Welcome back to Women's Worth Radio. I'm Angelia Savage, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. We're here each week talking about financial matters for women because we believe that you deserve an independent and totally worry-free retirement. And here at Women's Worth, it's more than the money. It's about total well-being. And today, we've got a great program planned for you. So we're going to dive right in, and we're going to talk about our first topic. And that is, it's about one that many, many surprises, we get we get them so often in life. And that's hidden expenses. Oh, goodness. I'm, I'm afraid to talk about this, honestly. I mean, I feel like I've learned the hard way when it comes to money matters, just because you can't plainly see all of those expenses that you'll incur during the retirement planning process. And that doesn't mean that they aren't there, though. I mean, they happen on a daily basis. So today, let's focus on hidden expenses. How well, about that, Jeanette? I, I do like that because we can look at hidden expenses in a number of tiers, like one layer on top of another. And there are like what I consider technical hidden issues. And then there's what I call those vanilla expenses. You know, the ones that we tend to take for granted, but they're really as equally important. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Well, let's talk about the technical ones first, because I think those are the more obvious, wouldn't you think? You would think, but obvious they are not. So even though you might think so, let's take mutual fund expenses for an example. When you decide you want to purchase some mutual funds, you may ask about what's the upfront costs, what are the sales charges, or you might know that you're paying an advisory fee or you're paying for some advice in terms of acquiring those fees. But most of you don't think about the fund expenses, the inside fees that are hidden you know, sure, I'm sure you've gotten a number of them, Angelia. Absolutely. I know I have. You yeah. get these thick, you know, 100-page prospectus that disclose everything about that mutual fund, everything known to mankind in little teeny tiny print. And they disclose the fees in there. But I don't know how many of you really sit down and scrutinize to uncover the fees. I don't. Not something I want to sit down and read on a Saturday. But I do have a friend who's an engine, you know, that engineering type. And he definitely does. He loves to sit down and read page by page. And I can't do it. And I that's, just can't. And that's the minority of the folks that do that. The easy ones can be uncovered in the prospectus, but then there are others that are harder to uncover. So you really need to be asking some tough questions to understand the total costs of your investments. Well, Jeanette, you know, I've heard a lot about those high fees, the ones that are in like variable annuities per se, and there's so many hidden charges in all of those. And you're always able to uncover those for some reason. Well, you can find out the fees if you know where to look inside the variable annuity and if you know what questions to ask. Unfortunately, most people don't know what I to ask. I don't know. I have no idea. And well, let me give you an example. I was working with a widowed woman in our, out of our Orlando office and I'm going to go ahead and call her Sally. When she got widowed, she wanted to protect what she had and she didn't want market risk. But she, so she wanted to protect what she had left. And so the advisor she was working with suggested variable annuities, and she trusted him. So he put her in five variable annuity contracts and told her that each contract had guarantees so she didn't need to worry about her money. Now, I'm not sure how many of you know, but variable annuities are not guaranteed 
unless you add some riders on them, which increase the fees that you pay inside the contract. And then it's really the principal that's guaranteed if you should die without having touched a nickel, taken any money out of that contract, and the market tanks below the principal, and all of a sudden you die the day after the market tanks, yes, you're paying a fee to protect that principal. We analyze Sally's variable annuities because we know what questions to ask, and we realize that, uh, check this out, across five variable annuity contracts, she was paying over $55,000 a Mm. year annually in fees. She was shocked when we shared with her this deep analysis. I'm sure she was. $55,000. I mean, why would you pay that? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess the fees are okay if you get the value. You're right. Anyone's willing to pay a fee if you get value. Because there's nothing free. You just have to pay for what you perceive as value. And different people perceive value differently. Anyone is willing to pay a fee for that value. Like, why do people buy a Lexus instead of a Kia? I mean, you have to look at that. They feel a higher cost gives them more value. The same with variable annuities and the riders that you can put on them. But in Sally's case, the fees did not bring her value on four of the contracts, brought her significant value on one contract. The fees were justified on that one contract, so we said, let's take advantage of these fees you pay and let's activate the benefits of this contract now. Let's not wait. She was paying fees on many of them for a death benefit, which she didn't need because she didn't have kids. So she was also paying hidden fees and the mutual fund fees. She was paying high fees for an income rider on top of a death benefit rider. Now, let's face it. Do you want income or do you want to pay to your beneficiaries? You have to make that decision. It doesn't make sense to double dip. A lot of fees that didn't make sense for her, all because she was sold financial products that weren't linked to her life goals. So I say, buyer beware when it comes to hidden fees. Sounds like it. Oh, my goodness. And so you mentioned um, other hidden fees, though, those that are less obvious. What are some of those, those less obvious fees? The less obvious ones are the increased retirement expenses that come with inflation. Everyone knows inflation is here, but most people underestimate the impact of inflation over time. And I say beware, I was going over a lifestyle protection plan with a couple just last week, and their current expenses were only $5,350 monthly. That's what they needed to protect their lifestyle. But when we built in inflation, compounded year after year after year, their monthly expenses will rise to $8,475 15 years into their retirement journey. And this doesn't include the inflation associated with skyrocketing health care costs. So you see how that is kind of like a subtle expense that we don't really build Certainly in. Certainly adds up, though. It does. And then you can, uh, there's also the tax increases. When you start using your IRAs and you withdraw from those lovely tax-deferred accounts, those 401ks and other accounts, And then there are other expenses, you know, the old infomercials say, but wait, there are other expenses we typically don't think about during retirement with extra time on your hands, 
you'll likely spend more money if you have more time on your hands on a day-to-day basis, whether it's for gardening, for spending time with the kids, for projects around the house. Heck, I can't leave my house without spending $20, $30, $40. (laughs) That was unplanned expense. Yeah, I was thinking, because I had a day off this week, and I was like, I really get that, because you can't leave your house without spending money, and especially the more time that you have on your hands, like a day off, you find a reason to get out and spend money needlessly. And you either start a project or you just, I don't know, simply go to the grocery store and end up picking things up that you wouldn't normally spend for. Exactly. Think about doing that for three or four decades. Yeah, that'll definitely dip into your savings for sure in retirement. That could definitely harm you. So if you haven't started thinking about how you're going to spend your money on your retirement lifestyle to include those obvious retirement expenses and then not the ones that aren't so obvious, you need to give us a call because every individual and family planning for retirement needs a customized lifestyle protection plan that addresses your truly unique life needs. You don't want to be taking chances with your retirement, so give us a call to protect your future and give you the retirement that you've worked very hard for. Preparing for retirement is a journey. It's not a destination. It takes a disciplined approach to make sure all of your lifestyle needs are achieved, whether you live to 80, 90, or beyond 100. And we want to make sure you're prepared. So if you're one of the next 10 callers, we're going to give you a complimentary lifestyle protection plan to get you on the path to financial success. We'll help you get to and all the way through retirement. It's not good enough just to get to retirement. In this lifestyle protection plan, you'll get a few very helpful tools. First, we're going to get you a fully integrated plan that gives you a detailed understanding of how to protect yourself financially. We're also going to give you a better understanding of the impact of health care and taxes and what impact they're going to have to your retirement. And finally, we're going to make sure that you have enough income to maintain your lifestyle throughout your retirement. So again, if you want to make sure you're on the right path to retire successfully, be one of the next 10 callers and we'll give you this customized lifestyle protection plan at no cost and no obligation. And that's a great offer. So be one of the first 10 callers to get your complimentary lifestyle protection plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. So call us to get this personalized and customized lifestyle protection plan. Again, the number to call is 800-366-8022. Well, this is the perfect time for a brief break for us. And you are listening to Women's Worth Radio. We'll be right back in a minute, though, to talk about financial feelings, because it isn't about all those spreadsheets that you think it's about. So you won't want to miss this. Life is complicated. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues. The last thing you need when planning your financial future are confusing numbers and advisors who just offer you a sales pitch. We believe there's a simpler way to invest. Your financial plan should be built on a plan that's made just for you. It's all about discovering your goals and designing a strategy that will help you get all the way to and through retirement. And don't worry, we'll track your progress along the way. Stop wandering your way through your investing life. Come in for a visit today. 
to schedule an appointment, call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. A simpler way to invest. Call 800-366-8022. Whether your morning consists of mimosas and brunch, coffee to go, or hot tea and bagels, don't touch that dial. You're listening to Woman's Worth Radio. Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. She's the president and founder of Woman's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And believe it or not, financial planning isn't all about math and logic and all of those spreadsheets that, well, let's face it, most of us despise. I definitely do. (laughs) And there are times that we feel, you know, it's really important to factor in how you feel about certain things. So let's talk about some financial feelings. I know the guys are shutting down right now listening to us, but listen, you might want to hold on for a minute because I want to talk about, you know, what you see as typical things and feelings your clients have when it comes to retirement. Jeanette, because I I think this is really important. Uh, And I'm with you. I'm not a spreadsheet queen. In fact, you can show me all those columns, all those numbers, and I'll totally zone out as well, many of you listening. What's really more important than the numbers in your retirement is uh, where you will live. Will you be happier staying at home where you have the memories of raising those kids and or the grandkids, raising that family? Or would you rather downsize and live in a active adult community that's got a lot of socialization, a lot of opportunities to stay connected? Angelia, I'm working with a widow who had been holding on to her home because she felt her kids wanted her to keep it because of those memories. When we started our planning journey, I asked her to visualize her retirement and she mentioned how bored she was living alone and the kids never came around because they were so busy with their own families and their own lives and how the home is too big and it's too expensive to maintain. Does that sound familiar? Absolutely. She wanted to stay active and she didn't get enough socialization. So I suggested she consider downsizing and and look at the uh, continuing care retirement communities. And I gave her the names of three of them and told her, check them out. And she did. And by visiting them, she was so energized about the possibility of having a different lifestyle and the level of social activity that we're now building a plan for her lifestyle to move into that community because she felt like that's what she wanted in the in the lifestyle culture that she can really thrive in. And that's what is really important, more important than just the silly little spreadsheet. Absolutely. I mean, that's what makes your retirement so great is actually following your heart and your dreams of what you really, really want. But in addition to figuring out where you want to live, I would think that You'd also want to consider whether you want to leave a financial legacy or not, because I feel like a lot of my friends want to leave that legacy behind. And women in particular start compromising on the quality of their life because they want to save money, save money for the kids and be there. And to leave money behind or some type of financial legacy is not for everyone. You may want to spend every dollar you have, but then you may want to leave a legacy. Either way... You need to think about this and plan for it. Uh, For example, I recently met with a couple, and I'm going to call them Bob and Mary. They wanted to gift their children 
financial assets while they were alive so they can enjoy seeing what their kids did with the money. I mean, I hear that often. At least we can enjoy seeing what they do with it. They wanted a gifting strategy each year to give to their daughter and son. And one problem, I asked if they knew what the impact that that gifting strategy was going to have um, on their future elder years. It's it's great to gift now because the money's here, but you're perfectly healthy and fine. But had they considered the impact? So did they think about it? No, they had not. So we put together a plan for Bob and Mary to continue gifting at a smaller level than that they were thinking about because they did think through the costs of long-term care if either one of them needed it. And they needed to kind of protect some assets for that use. On the other hand, you may want to spend all of your retirement assets and just have your last check balance like now many of my Talking. Tell me. Now we're talking. That's totally my style right there. I mean, I don't want to leave anything behind. I'm enjoying it all right now while I'm upright and I'm feeling great. And I'm going to make that last check bounce for sure. I hope it doesn't clear. I mean, I'm going to let them come after me as I'm speeding in my fabulous limo to heaven. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I can that. see it now. Dust in the trails and no money left. But seriously, I mean, let's talk about feelings for a second. What other financial feelings do you see with the clients that you serve on a daily basis? Well, I'd have to say it would be about getting involved in the details of the investments. There are some who want to be involved in the actual nitty gritty of all the investments. Then there's others like me who prefer simplicity and the ability to trust someone to handle the nitty gritty. And let's take Sam as an example. Sam and Lucy are married and she wants a totally hands-off relationship with money and Sam has his hands in the investments daily. I mean, he he bleeds daily market trends. I can't imagine that, but that's his personal need and we have to honor that. That sounds incredibly stressful to <laughs> me actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lucy on the other hand defers to him and this is fine, but if something happens to Sam, Lucy will most likely defer to someone else who might not have her best interests in mind, which often happens to women who have a hands-off relationship with money. There's no right or wrong when it comes with how much involvement you want with the investments. You just need to know what your unique financial personality is and then align yourself with resources who will honor you and your needs yet be there to step in when a different need arises because yeah. those life suddenlies are going to rear their heads. It happens, absolutely. And I mean, I have a friend of mine who actually did the same thing. Her husband's the one that takes care of everything and they've gone into retirement and she knows nothing about, let's say nothing. Yeah. And she wants to start getting involved. So, all right, well, we have a few more minutes and I want to get your thoughts on one more issue of debt and how you feel about debt. Do you feel this is a good thing to kind of have it roll over or do you feel like this you need to be debt free i noticed you said how you feel about debt not how you think about debt thinking and feel so i'm going to address feeling how i feel about debt to be completely debt free or carry some debt is a personal choice and different strokes for different folks but i can tell you that debt does need to be considered in the retirement planning process and it can change your lifestyle needs over time. And you have to be thoughtful about that. I serve a lot of women who aren't comfortable with debt and will work until they want to pay off their debt, particularly the mortgage. Then I work with other couples who have more income. They have two social security checks. They have more retirement assets. And typically they don't care about debt that much. 
you can see, Angelia, that there's no one-size-fits-all approach. Whether you're trying to figure out where to live, whether you want to leave a financial legacy or not, how involved you want to be in your investments, or the issue of debt. I mean, really, there's no one-set approach to planning, is there? It sounds like everyone is completely different. No, there isn't. And that's where most people make mistakes. No one-size-fits-all rule applies when it comes to what you want for your lifestyle. Think about it. You're going to be retired three to four decades, so you got to get it right. If you begin the planning process, typically within five years of retirement, or if you're already retired, you really need to sit down and understand how to protect your lifestyle. So I'd like to offer you a lifestyle protection plan. We've run thousands of men and women through this retirement planning process who've called into our radio program. They visited us in one of our offices, and we were able to create a lifestyle protection plan for them. Some of them became clients. Others didn't. But I think almost all of them left our offices having more value, more clarity, and more confidence on their retirement picture than when they started. Here's what you can expect when you pick up the phone and call us for your lifestyle protection plan. The first thing you'll get is a retirement income analysis. It'll show you what your retirement picture is going to look like based on some specific assumptions that we'll discuss with you. We're going to figure in inflation. We'll give you some advice on money that needs to be set aside for medical costs. The analysis will give you a baseline to see if you're going to be okay or not. The second thing we'll do is we'll run a stress test of your portfolio. What does that mean? The banks had a stress test run by the U.S. government to see if they could survive another financial meltdown like we had in 2008. This is a stress test on your portfolio. We can take your portfolio without moving any money over to our firm and show you exactly how your portfolio will behave if history should repeat itself. The third thing you'll get is a one-page bucket plan to show you how you can protect your retirement lifestyle. We're going to sit down with you, walk you through the plan, and obviously, you can be the judge of whether you want to implement that with us or not. There will be no pressure and no obligation. We're here to serve you. Those of you who want to become clients, great. And those that don't, that's perfectly okay. For the next 10 callers who want a lifestyle protection plan, give us a call at 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. If you have 250000 saved for retirement, call now and schedule your time to come in for your visit and get your lifestyle protection plan. And that's a great offer, and you can't be free and customized for a lifestyle protection plan just to suit your needs. So just be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your complimentary and fully integrated plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing offer is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. So call us now to get this personalized and customized lifestyle protection plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. Well, we've got to take a brief break right now, but you are listening to Woman's Worth Radio. And when we return, we'll be clearing up some myths about financial topics. So stay with us. If you're a woman and you don't have a plan in place for how to handle your retirement savings, then be careful. 
In her book, Wise Up Women, author, radio host, and financial planner Jeanette Bajalia warns women about the roadblocks they face in their financial future. Women have traditionally worked in lower paying jobs without pension plans and with caregiving interruptions. Women have earned 77 cents to every dollar a man earns, and that translates, are you ready for this, to lost earnings of $300,000. Women step out of the workforce on the average 19 years to care for their children, for elderly parents, for spouses. Couple all this with longevity in women women will end up in some type of financial crisis if they don't plan for these unexpected life events. And that's why I wrote the book, to help women take charge of their financial future by understanding the connection between their health and their wealth. The book is Wise Up Women. The company and show is Woman's Worth. Call today for a complimentary review with your local Woman's Worth expert by dialing 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. After a long day, no woman wants to be bothered by financial stress while taking a bath, going for a walk, or unwinding with friends over drinks. Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio and put your financial problems out of sight and out of mind. Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. She's the president and founder of Woman's Worth, and she's a national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And right now, it's time to shift our focus a little bit to clearing the air with some of the financial topics today. Depending on who you ask, you could get very, very different answers to some of these questions. So I want to get Jeanette's take on this today. So let's get started. I want to get your opinion, Jeanette, on what's better. Is it better to pay off your debt or to build up those savings? Because that's a common question. Everyone asks me, are you saving money? Are you in the accumulation stage? Or are you trying to pay everything off and be debt free? What do you think? Well, what I think is it depends. And I know you hate getting that answer, but it does depend. For you, it might be better for you to build up your savings because you simply didn't save enough money to get you through three or four decades of retirement. But then for me, it might make sense for me to pay off my mortgage before I stop working. The cost of your lifestyle helps you really establish what's best. What do you need in the future versus where you are today? How much do you need to fund that retirement? I'm not a proponent of taking a one-size-fits-all stance on the topic of paying off debt versus saving more because this is as unique to you as your DNA. And it hinges on your life goals and understanding that will help us make the right decision. So it's not really an age thing. It's a circumstance thing. It's a unique life situation. For instance, Angelia, you might need $10,000 a month for retirement. I may only need $4,000 a month. So obviously how much I have going into retirement Mm -hmm. is going to be much less than what you would need. That makes sense. Okay. So it's circumstantial for sure. So it does depend, like you said. Okay. Well, let's talk about the issue of mortgage debt because, I mean, is it best to pay off your house as soon as possible or... Do you just keep a mortgage running as long as you can? Now, that's been a really controversial area, particularly with the baby boomers. Earlier, we talked about financial feelings, and this is one that has a very high correlation to feelings. 
I know for me, I'm anxiously awaiting the day I pay that last mortgage payment. So I'm putting extra money on my mortgage monthly. And I was talking to Nick, who is uh, my CPA and one of our CPA strategic partners. And he said, I shouldn't do that because I'm only paying 3.25% in interest on my mortgage, which, yeah, I knew it was low. I still psychologically just didn't want a mortgage. From a pure financial perspective, it makes no sense for me to pay off the mortgage. That's from a financial perspective. But from a pure psychological perspective, it does make sense. Again, you see, there's no right or wrong answer to this. It's what's right for you, given your unique goals, given your future needs, your income sources, your retirement assets, your tax rate, and I could go on and on. But the bottom line is it does. It's based on your personal needs. That's why it's best to discuss all this. Put it in writing, put it on paper, and see which is the best circumstance for you. To be debt-free, mortgage-free, or to just let it go. And, you know, if you've got such a low interest rate, that makes sense. So CPAs can be very helpful. Exactly. (laughs) Putting all the the facts together. All right. Well, so I hear a lot about conflicting, you know, information about whether you should buy term life insurance or permanent life insurance. What's your take on this? A lot of people are talking about it right now. This life insurance, permanent and term. What do you think right now? My take is that I would never want to spend money on anything temporary. I'm cheap, remember. And you don't want to just fund something that's going to go away when you just might need it. For example, way back when we could choose from only term insurance or permanent insurance. Those are the only two choices. One was really cheap and one was expensive. So often we went the cheap route. Now we have something in the middle, and it's called universal life that meets individual and family needs in a cost-effective manner. I think the right way to go on the issue of life insurance is to go the permanent route, but through a universal fixed premium model of life insurance. Ah, that's interesting. You know, so it's a hybrid. It's not as cheap as term, but it's not as expensive as permanent whole life. And that's what's really, you know, you get the benefits. You can even use what we call hybrid life insurance, where you can get some long-term care benefits embedded inside life insurance. So you'll never have lost premium. And you can get a, you know, a little more formal form of protection. And that's what I invite you to think about when you're talking about life insurance is, does it make sense to get a temporary solution or get a long-term solution. So I'm going to stand firm on my conviction that I'd rather see my clients take the, a more permanent, more predictable route to life insurance. But if you went the term route, you may not be able to get the permanent insurance if you wake up one day and you realized you're just not insurable and you need to keep life insurance to meet a life need. So poof, you know, I mean, I feel like it's gone and you can't get it without paying an outrageous rate at that point. And I have that situation going on right now with a woman who's 68 years old. She's the caregiver to her 74-year-old husband, and it breaks my heart every time I meet with her. He has Parkinson's disease, and they have a term policy that expired already. And each year after a term policy expires, the insurance company says, yeah, you can keep this insurance, but I'm going from $1,000 a year to (gasps) $11,000 a year. So in her case, Mm. she is currently paying $1,000 a month to hold on to a $300,000 benefit because she needs a life insurance should he die. And she's spending down the IRA assets to spend 
for this life insurance. In a few years, she won't be able to keep up with the life insurance. So she'll have to then give it up at that time after she spent down the IRA. You don't want to do this. You want to really understand what your future capital needs are and then make a decision about life insurance in that context. Oh, what a sad story. I mean, that's awful to be in that situation. Oh my goodness. I don't, oh, I don't want anyone to be in this situation. This is awful. All right. We've got to take a brief break right now, but let's talk about annuities uh, really quickly. Are they good or are they bad? Well, I'd have to say they're good when used the right way for the right reasons. So always I put a caveat because there's never a simple answer to any financial uh, dilemma that we have. Why would anything be bad if it's a financial tool that could save someone's retirement income? The propaganda, Angelia, about all annuities being good or all annuities being bad, is just that. It sells propaganda. I personally own four annuity contracts in my retirement portfolio, and I think they're really good because they were goal-oriented solutions that I put in my retirement portfolio. But then that's because I own the right kinds of annuities that have no fees on three of them. And then the one small fee I'm paying below 1% on another gives me protection for added income should I need long-term care. And all these contracts can go up and they can't ever go down with the value. So let me ask you, what's bad with that? That sounds perfect to me. Sounds like a perfect scenario, actually. So tell me, why is there so much confusion about annuities then? I mean, everyone's so confused. Because we live in a financial industry that's all about sales. Selling a product, you know, not only selling a product, but selling my favorite product, the product of the month, and the wars over the types of annuities, mutual funds, stocks, bonds, and I can go on. It's a company or a financial salesperson trying to influence you to make a purchase decision that may or may not be in your best interest. We have a savings crisis in our nation with the baby boomers who are retiring to the tune of 10000 daily. And you have to ask yourself, how many of you have been prepared for retirement and how many of you know you can protect your income in retirement? Because preparing for retirement is a journey, not a destination. And it takes a very disciplined approach to make sure all of your lifestyle needs are achieved, whether you live to 80, 90, or even beyond 100. And we want to make sure you're prepared. So if you're one of the next 10 callers, we're going to give you a complimentary lifestyle protection plan, totally customized to get you on the path to financial success. We'll help you get to and all the way through retirement. In this lifestyle protection plan, you'll get a few helpful tools. First, you'll get a fully integrated plan that gives you a detailed understanding of how to protect yourself financially. You'll also get a better understanding of the impact health care and taxes will have on your retirement. And finally, we'll make sure you have enough income to maintain your lifestyle throughout your retirement. So again, if you want to make sure you're on the right path to retire successfully, be one of the next 10 callers and we'll give you this customized lifestyle protection plan at no cost and no obligation. And this is a great opportunity to meet with the experts of retirement income planning for women. All you have to do is give us a call for this complimentary and most comprehensive lifestyle protection plan to keep you on the road to financial independence and well-being. 
And when you come in for your visit with the team at Women's Worth, we'll make sure that you get a copy of one of Jeanette's books, Wise Up Women or Retirement Done Right. And just for the next 10 callers on the show who call 800-366-8022, that's 800-366-8022, we'll reserve a spot for you for this complimentary and totally customized Retirement Lifestyle Protection Plan. Again, the number to call is 800-366-8022. Well, we've got to take a brief break right now, but you're listening to Woman's Worth Radio, and we'll be right back to answer some really interesting questions that we got from our listeners this week. Let's face it, women face different challenges than men in retirement. Whether you're single, married, divorced, or widowed, women have to be prepared for their retirement years because, well, they live longer. On average, women live to age 85, compared to only 82 for men. That means an average retirement could last 20 to 30 years. It could also lead to a greater possibility of running out of money. In fact, the poverty rate for women age 65 and older is 16% compared to only 9% for men. Don't let that happen to you. Woman's Worth specializes in working with women. They understand the emotional and physical health issues that women face when dealing with finances. Contact Jeanette Bajalia and your local Woman's Worth expert today and request a complimentary appointment. Call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. Woman's Worth. It's not just about the money, it's about total well-being. When you said, I do, you made a commitment to each other for life. Between the bit about for better or worse, and till death do us part, you probably weren't thinking about what that would look like 40 years later. Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio and learn how to best care for your loved ones in retirement. Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. She's the president and founder of Women's Worth, and she's a national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And right now, it's probably my favorite segment. It is our time to focus on some frequently asked questions from our audience and from our emails that we get through our website and our Facebook page. So you can make sure you can follow us on Woman's Worth Facebook page, or you can also find us on the Growing Boulder Life Institute. That's the Growing Boulder Life Institute. Or all you have to do is just go to our website, which is www.womans-worth.com. Again, that's www.womans-worth.com. And now, my favorite part, here we go for our first question, our email from Cassandra in Jacksonville. And she says, I recently turned 50, which means I start contributing more money to my 401k each year. So should I do this or not? Hmm. She can start contributing. I have absolutely no idea. I don't. I mean, I know you, you think I'm nuts, but I have no idea. What I can say is that you should be saving, but where to save needs a little more analysis, a little more thought. The things you want to think about when you're thinking about retirement savings would include your current tax bracket versus what you believe your future tax bracket's going to be. Do you have pension income with your Social Security income? Is all of your savings going to end up in those tax-deferred or tax-infested accounts? 
you got to ask yourself, you know, have you started saving in all the various tax buckets? So I have no idea what to tell Cassandra without knowing her lifestyle needs. There's really no right or wrong answer here. It's simply what's the most appropriate way to say based on your unique needs, not only now, but well into the future. That's what planning's all about. It can help inform you where and how to save. Yeah, because there's so many questions that you follow that up with. Does she have family she needs to worry about? Does she have a husband she needs to worry about? Does she have grandkids that she needs to worry about? How long does she want to be in retirement? You know, because she may not be retiring at 60. So I see. It completely depends. So I know you thought I was being flippant when I said I, I had no idea, but I wasn't. That's very serious. I have no idea. I think it makes sense. I mean, you need the entire spectrum in your grasp first. So, okay, well, let's talk about our next question. And this one is from Floyd in Orlando. And he sent in this question. He says, Jeanette, is it okay to have different IRAs or should I think about consolidating them? I have seven accounts. Oh my God. Seven accounts, seven statements. Floyd, you win the game. Well, actually, I'm kidding. Not trying to be not serious or flipping about this, but if Floyd wants complexity, he does win the game. Simplicity is what you need in your money management. Many of you may think that a lot of accounts like Floyd's seven IRAs is uh, is defined as diversification is, is, is seven, a, seven accounts spread everything across. But no. you're saying, no, that's not the best. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but this is not diversification. It's a collection of investments. We do over 50 portfolio reviews each month. We kind of stress test portfolios monthly uh, for those that come in and ask for a second opinion. And we work with many men and women with similar issues of a lot of accounts. And what we find is that they are not at all diversified from a risk management perspective. Maybe they're diversified from a financial institution, but not from a risk management they're typically double dipping in fees and they're over invested in some asset classes and under invested in others. But most importantly, they're not generating a decent amount of cash flow that can be compounded to grow your wealth during your retirement. That's really interesting. So you, the fact that you're spreading your money in different accounts and with different financial financial institutions could be a risky approach to actually protecting your money. So you're actually not protecting it at all. It, it definitely could be because who's watching all the accounts to make sure that the mutual fund in account A doesn't have the same companies as a mutual fund ah. in account B or that the stocks that are being held in account C. The sum of the individual accounts may not create the right puzzle that you need to secure your retirement. And what you need is a fully integrated, diversified portfolio with all the investments oriented towards your unique life goals, given your stage of life. And in summary, diversification is just not the different accounts that are held in different financial institutions. I can see where Floyd might think that, though, thinking just diversify banks instead of diversifying your portfolio. And you may be, like you said, buying the same exact thing just at a different institution. And you think you're diversified, but you are not. You're buying the same thing over and over. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to one more question. That's from Howard in St. Augustine. He says, I've heard that it's wise to roll over my 401k after leaving my job. So that's what I've always planned to do. But that account has been doing really well for the last seven months. So now I'm hesitant to make any changes to it. Should I just leave it alone? 
Well, first of all, that account isn't the only one doing well. The markets have been performing for all of us. You know, since 2008, we've had a continuous bull market. If you're no longer working with your employer, why in the world would you want to keep it there? Inside a 401k, you have the investment options that are selected by an investment committee that represents the employer, not you. You want to be able to select what you need based on your life goals. But even though it's making money and it's increasing for him? It, everything's making money. Uh, you know, Bozo Bank could have an investment strategy and they're making money too. Okay. It's because the markets have been performing well. So it's not any one investor, one in investment advisor. It's not one portfolio. The markets are performing well. They're working for us right now. But you have to ask yourself, what's going to happen when the markets aren't working well? I hate to burst Howard's bubble or anyone else who thinks that your particular advisor, your employer, your friend, or whoever else selects your investments is doing well. The market in general has been performing for anyone and everyone in it. And as I've always said, you have to be in it to win it. So you have to be thoughtful about when you're in a 401k and you're asking yourself, should I stay in or, or be out? Uh, because well, Howard's 401k is mimicking the market, so it's he's winning. On the other hand, since it's ex still exposed to the market, if the market was on a downslide, it's going to follow the market. No two ways about it. What goes up has to come down. It's not a matter of if, it's simply a matter of when. So I would say to Howard and others in his particular situation, whatever investing strategy you have, make sure it's directly aligned to your personal goals. Well, so tell me this thing, because I mean, I've always heard you can get better financial solutions outside of a 401k. Oh, you typically can. But what's more important is that you get better financial tools to put in your retirement toolkit that might be better for you than just are offered inside a 401k. Also, how much education do you really get on proper investing towards a goal, your goals, not the employer goals? I know that I have saved in 401ks for over 30 years when I was in my first career. And I can tell you, I have never sat inside uh, when I was working for my employer. I never sat in any financial education at all. They just didn't provide financial education. And if you're using the right financial guide, you can get a more purpose-driven or goal-oriented financial plan because it's the plan that informs you how you should invest and where you should position your money. I found that interesting. You said that no employer actually put you through any education programs. I never got that as well. So yeah. now that I think about that, they should have provided that for us. As a matter of fact, <laughs> most people get their investment advice inside 401ks from their coworkers. True. Yeah, it's true. You, you just turn around and you say, well, how are you invested? Oh, okay. Then I'll invest that same way. Uh-huh. That's exactly and, what and I that, did. That's a very scary proposition. If you're over 50 and you're starting to say, you know, I might be retiring in the next five years, 10 years, it's time to to really commit to a plan. And so I'd like to offer you a lifestyle protection plan because we've run thousands of men and women through this planning process who called into this radio program. They visited with us one-on-one uh, -on -one in one of our offices and we created a lifestyle protection plan for them. Some of them become clients, some don't. But I think almost all of them leave our offices with more value, more clarity, and more confidence on their retirement picture than they started with. Here's what you can expect with a lifestyle protection plan. First, you'll get a retirement income analysis that'll show you what your retirement picture is going to look like based on specific assumptions that we'll discuss with you. 
We'll factor in inflation. We'll give you some advice on money that needs to be set aside for medical costs. This analysis will basically give you a baseline to see if you're going to be okay or not. Second thing we'll do is we'll run a stress test on your portfolio. What does that mean? The banks had stress tests run by the U.S. government to see if they could survive another financial meltdown like they did in 2008. This is a stress test on your portfolio. We can take your portfolio without moving any money over to our firm and show you exactly how your portfolio will behave if history did repeat itself. And the third thing we'll do is get a one-page bucket plan put together for you to show you how to protect your retirement lifestyle. We'll sit down and walk you through the plan. And obviously, you can be the judge of whether you want to implement with us or not. No pressure, no obligation. We're here to serve you. Those of you who want to become clients, great. Those that don't, that's perfectly okay, too. For the next 10 callers who want a lifestyle protection plan, give us a call at 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022 if you have $250,000 saved for retirement. Call now and schedule your time to come in for your visit and get your lifestyle protection plan. And this is a great opportunity to meet with the experts of retirement income planning for women. All you have to do is give us a call for this complimentary and most comprehensive integrated lifestyle protection plan to keep you on the road to financial independence and well-being at the same time. And when you come in for your visit with the team at Woman's Worth, we'll make sure that you get a copy of one of Jeanette's books, Wise Up Women or Retirement Done Right. And for the next 10 callers on the show who call 800-366-8022, that's 800-366-8022. We'll reserve a spot for you for this complimentary and totally customized lifestyle protection plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. Well, thank you so much for listening to Woman's Worth Radio today. We've had a great show talking about how you can be prepared for a dignified and worry-free retirement at the same time. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next week right here at Women's Worth because it's more than the money. It's about total well-being to and all the way through your amazing retirement. Money management is provided by Payne Capital Management, LLC. PCM is an SEC-registered advisor located in New York, New York. Information provided on today's show is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of product futures and costs, Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they're taken.